hey, I bet you there's something you didn't know that I know about you. And that is that you love receiving gifts, right? Well, we all do. And we're going to talk about that in this episode on Men on Fire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Micah Wren, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week, I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Welcome, 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 and welcome to another episode of Men on Fire here on Soul Mechanic TV and Soul Mechanic Radio. Today, I'm going to build on what we talked about last week and start talking about giving and receiving. And there's even a law for giving and receiving, which we'll discuss in a few moments. But I wanted to start out with you know, we all love receiving things, gifts on our birthday, gifts at Christmas, where it's even, um, you know, instilled in us from our from our parents and uh, from our peers. We get gifts, and, and even when we're, for instance, young childs or children, we're, we're, we're always getting something, and and sometimes we're, we're, if we're not careful, we're not taught to also to reciprocate and uh, start giving. So if you think about it, any relationship, it doesn't matter which one you're talking about, is always a case of give and take, right? It has to be. If it's a one-way relationship, that's called a dictatorship. (laughs) And that so far in history has improved out very well in the long run. Sure, it might work short term. Uh, perhaps uh, think of this, even short uh, or sports teams where the coach is a, a dictator and says, you have to do it this way. And sometimes that works very well. Uh, but many times if you don't allow f- for feedback from your players, for example, or, or the other people on your team, then it's become stagnant and you only know one way to do things and you can never give back. So the What happens is the flow of energy is interrupted. See, giving and receiving are just aspects of the flow of energy, which we also discussed last week. And in order to keep money, for example, um, since we're very money-oriented in our society, in order to keep money, we must give it as well as receive it. And I know what you're thinking, yeah, but I really like receiving it and not giving out too much. Well, you do like giving it out, don't you? Because you like shopping, you like paying your bills. Okay, you don't like paying your bills, but we have to pay our bills, don't we? So money, uh, but in order to keep it, we have to give it and receive it. And money really is just a symbol of the life energy we give and receive as a result of the service or value we bring to others, isn't it? You know, even at your, uh, your your job, which you may think is a daily grind, there is a service you provide. There is value you provide. Otherwise, your employer would no longer employ you. And 
So that is a, a, a service or a value, thinking of uh, somebody that's uh, self-employed or in business for themselves. If they don't provide value to their customer or a valued service in exchange for the money they're going to give them for that service, they won't be in business that long because people will discover that and say they're charging too much for the, the service I received or the value I received for them. But if there's a perceived value and a, and a good service given, many times you don't mind handing over your hard-earned cash in order to get something accomplished or, or received in return, right? So, uh, and money is, uh, we give it this word called currency. And currency is a word that comes from uh, the Latin and it means to run or to flow, for something to run through or to flow as in a current. So like a river then, we must keep it flowing and not hoard it or stop its flow. So if we want to hoard all the money and stash it somewhere, then it doesn't flow anywhere. The energy stops there with you. So you are not giving out any energy. So therefore, the flow will stop circulating back towards you. So it's a huge circle, as many things in life, and, in, and indeed the universe is just a process or a circle. And the process is the title of my new book, by the way. Anyway, so, so like a river, we have to keep it flowing. And if we stop the circulation, how would we ever expect to get it to return to us? You know, if, if you think about that, if you stop something from flowing, how would you ever get it to come back to you? It's not going to come back to you. And the uh, Richard Branson once said in a book that I read, he said, money is for making things happen, not for hoarding, not for stashing. And to be clear here, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't save for a rainy day or you shouldn't. Um, keep money uh, in a safe place that you can get get at when needed and keep enough to pay, to pay all your bills and all. Those. I mean, that's just organization and, and uh, um, taking care of everything you need to take care of. But when you start getting money in excess, maybe there's something you can do to make things happen out there to help uh, be of service and uh, uh, bring value to others. And that may sound strange at first, but by giving some money and or using money in order to help other people providing a value or service, whatever that is, and it's your choice, whatever you're interested in or passionate about really, then money will flow back to you. I guarantee you, it'll start coming back to you. So, and many times, many more times than what you uh, first gave out. And the intention behind our giving and receiving is the most important part of this whole thing. So if you give joyfully with, with an open heart, then the energy increases exponentially because you're providing that thing you're giving uh, uh, with so much more energy. And, and conversely, when you're, uh, if you're giving, you know, grudgingly like, well, I didn't really want to give any money to that charity or I didn't even want to help those people, but I kind of got shamed into it by somebody. So I guess I'll give them some money anyway. And, and so you do, but then 
that energy is there's very, very little energy in that or no energy in that because you didn't even want to do it. So you can see there's no energy. So how would the energy, the potentiality of that energy come back? It, it's not because there's no there's no energy in it. Um, and if you want something, the, the, and this is the law of giving and receiving. If you want something, you must give it first. So if I want uh, somebody to love me, I should start doing things that show them that I love them first, and then I will receive it. Or if you want more money, well, start doing things or providing services and value, which will bring you money. If you just sit on the couch and say, I want more money, I'm going to uh, use the law of attraction, think about it as much as I can and put out the energy that way. It doesn't work. You're not doing the work. There is a work component to it, right? So you have to do the work by offering whatever you wish to to other people first and you find a way to give that now it doesn't have to be huge right i mean if if i sat here and and just looked at the camera and said hi i'm micah wren i'm so happy to meet you wouldn't it be nice if we shared a cup of coffee together or if i said hi yeah yeah so and so told me i should come over and talk to you and maybe we can I don't know. I don't even want to really have a coffee. So did you feel any energy in the first one that you didn't in the last one? And this is over just over the internet and virtually you're watching this, but you can feel the energy, can't you? So it's so much more uh, uh, extrapolates even further when it's actually something you're doing the actions, right? Because you think of it and you speak of it, then you do it. And it's so much more energetic vibrations into the universe. So the law of giving and receiving is if you want something, you must give it first and give it to everyone you see if you can. Uh, and it doesn't have to be huge gifts like handing out $100 bills or anything like that. It could be a smile, it could be a, a nod, a, a recognition of something or saying to somebody, wow, that's you did a really good job there. Um, small things like that just go so, so far in helping other people realize, hmm, and the next piece, person they meet, they smile or they give them kudos for something they did uh, instead of being reserved and not saying anything because geez, I wouldn't want that person to feel good because what if they get ahead of me in something or um, they start feeling better, doing better than I am. And I like to feel comfortable in my own shoes and not let anybody get ahead of me. Otherwise, I'd have to do something to change and I don't want to change. I'm comfortable where I am, even though I want a lot of things, but you know, I don't know. They just don't seem to come. So I guess life sucks and, uh, and then you die. So <laughs> it's, that's what so many of us are doing. We're just nose of the grindstone consumers, not thinking about how the world actually works and, and how your soul works, your heart works, your mind works. It's all connected here. So give a gift to everyone you see if you can. And there's nothing you lack in your life because you are inherently 
affluent, always, no matter how much money you have. We're not talking about money. You're affluent. You have so much uh, to offer other people. And so you're you, you already possess everything you need. Your soul has everything it needs. And as we discussed last week, you're in and out of this field of potentiality almost eight times a second. So as you change the way you think on things and your perception, then the things you look at change. So because you pick up more, more vibrations when you're oscillating in and out of this field. I know, again, it sounds a little bit woo-woo, but think about it. And it, it, it is true. It's been scientifically proven. And the source of all wealth is in this field of pure potentiality that we discussed again last week, as I mentioned. And giving and receiving are nothing more than just the flow of life, the exchange of energy. So I'll leave you with three suggestions to increase the flow of things in your life. Number one is to give a gift to everyone you meet. And I, we discussed that, didn't it? And it doesn't have to be a gift. I bought a gift for you here. Unwrap it. No, it's it's a smile. It's a, a, a kind word, a gesture, uh, some compassion, some empathy. Yes, empathy. The thing is so lacking uh, nowadays. We can't put ourselves in other people's shoes to feel how they would feel, especially during this time still in a pandemic around the world. We have to help others. How do they feel? We don't take the time to think about that. So start showing some of those things. And these are very small gifts that anyone can give because they're free, right? And number two, when you receive back, because when you give a gift to someone, you will start receiving these gifts in return. You'll, you'll be walking somewhere and somebody will smile at you and you go, oh, <laughs> that didn't happen before. Uh, yeah, because you're starting to give them out. You're giving smiles away for free, and now you're getting them back. And that's the circulation. So when you receive, receive gratefully. Acknowledge that with just the tip of your head or, hey, how you doing? All those small little things, or if it's a big gift, hey, be grateful. Send them a card. Send them a thank you card. Uh, you know, talk them up to other people. When people give you something, you know, receive it very gratefully. Bring that energy, start bringing it back. And the third thing you can do is silently wish everyone happiness, joy, and laughter. And it doesn't matter who that is when you see them, even if they were mean to you or they talk down to you, or instead of getting angry and flying off the, the handle, just think to yourself, okay, that's fine. I don't have to have this person in my life at this moment, but I wish them happiness, joy, and laughter. And when you say laughter, you can also start laughing. And what are you laughing at? Oh, nothing, nothing. Because you wish them well, right? You don't need them, you'll move on. You move on in your life. But you wish everyone happiness, joy, and laughter, no matter who that is. Silently, in your mind, just think of them. Hey, no matter how you treated me, I wish you happiness, joy, and laughter. And if people treat you well, you also do that. This really starts the energy flowing, folks, and it's the whole circle coming back to you. 
the circle of life. That was in a movie one time, wasn't it? So anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And we'll bring you another one next week. And hopefully we'll move on from there. I have a lot of exciting things happening in the podcast and hope to bring more to you uh, very, very soon. Take care and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment, give without expectation, and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.